Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back once again to another brand new episode, which today is going to be a two-parter. Because one, I just want to talk about something that has been really been bugging me over the past year and a half or so. And then plus, on um, the next uh, part two, which I'm just going to be talking about some, you know, random comic stuff, you know, just to keep it in line. But first, something comic related. Now, it's one thing I want to talk about. Like I said, it's been bugging me over the past year and a half already. And that is the McFarlane DC line. If you don't know what I'm talking about, is that um, back in 2019, it was about four years ago, that McFarlane Toys, if you know Todd McFarlane is the one that created Spawn. You know, the comics, the toys, you know, whatever, whatever. But I'm going to get into that more or less. I just want to bring up to speed that Todd McFarlane acquired the rights to uh, make D uh, the DC Comics line. Like, uh, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, you know, uh, to make these characters out of, you know his idea and it, and it was pretty exciting for me because i know that uh tom mcfarlane has done like a lot of great jobs um with uh the toys over the years <clears throat> with uh you know whether it be like the movie maniacs you know freddy krueger michael myers jason uh even the whole diorama of jaws which that's pretty impressive then he also had the, um, of course, aside from Spawn, in other words, I just mentioned Movie Maniacs, he also did the um, sports, which is like the NFL, like the football players, uh, basketball, the NBA, hockey, baseball. Uh, there was not one thing that Todd McFarlane could not get his hands on. <clears throat> And the reason why with these toys, like, over the years, like, he did, you know, Spawn. But these were just, like, basic action figures that he did with Spawn. But later in what I call the new metal 2000s, like, I always call it that because, you know, from 98, 99, 2000, that was, like, the new metal era. And with that, Tom McFarlane made the toys, well... Not action figures, but uh, he made the the product with more detail. Like, aside from, like, the Kiss line, you know, because he did, like, all four of uh, the figures of Kiss. He did the Metallica and Justice for All line, the details. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he just basically was, like, out there with the detail. And I've collected a lot of them. Especially like I did the, uh, I collected the little Nicky from the Adam Sandler movie. Uh, I collected all of them. I collected all of the little Nicky toy line, which it was cool. But the thing is, is that these figures were like more put on display than just like play with them. You know, you you take them out of the package, or if you want to leave them in the package, or whatever. But these figures were like they were not like. <clears throat> 
posable. They came just fully posed, and that was it. You just had them there just like that. Just put them on display. Also, the Austin Powers line as well. I collected a lot of the Austin Powers as well. I had, a, you know, of course, the uh, maroon suited Austin Powers, Agent Kensington, Dr. Evil, Scott. I, I had those. I collected all of them. Because it was the details, you know? It was the detail that made it look like the real deal like you're ha like you're holding a little mini me of course <laughs> no pun intended but in other words like you just couldn't go wrong with mcfarlane and over the years you know it spawned this you know everything so in 2019 i, w I was pretty excited that okay it's not going to be like what I just mentioned. These are not going to be, you know, like one pose figures, like little statues. No, these are going to be fully posable figures. You know, and with Todd McFarlane saying that, yeah, he's going to do everything from like the comics, uh, movies, video games, movies, you know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, you know, it's like, you know, whatever, whatever. So... 2020 comes and i pre-ordered the uh all three supermans that were coming out i pre-ordered the superman 1000 uh the animated superman from the animated series and uh superman unchained which is like armored superman it was like an anime style superman it was called superman unchained i pre-ordered those that was cool and then after that, there was a Batman chase variant, which was like a blue and gray Batman variant. Uh, it was a Walmart exclusive. I walked into Walmart pre-COVID and I bought it. I, they had like a whole like section of them. And I just picked up one. It was it was a blue suited, uh, the blue and gray uh, Batman variant from the Detective Comics 1000. And that's what I still have it. I still have it in the package. Not for sale, geeks. Not for sale. But anyway. <laughs> so, everything was fine. Until the pandemic hit. And now, I'm starting to see a lot of these new collectors. Just, I don't know. Like, honestly, I've been a collector for, ye you know years 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 many years more than like 30 years and i've never ever witnessed or seen you know always see so many of these whiny crybaby complainers they come oh my gosh you know i i, I just cannot fathom that like I'm on Facebook and I always see like the up and coming uh, figures that are coming out. Like I've always read the whole like, oh, the head sculpt is wrong on Superman. Oh, like I don't like that. They're making Jokerized uh, Batman. Oh, and like, oh, the, the Batmobile from the Flash movie. Oh, why is it gray on the top? Oh, like, like. All I got to say is shut up. Okay? I don't want to hear it. Nobody wants to hear it. There are other people that are like, you're whining and crying about toys. 
Okay? If you want it, buy it. If you don't like it, then don't buy it. Plain and simple. You don't have to complain about any little thing. Like, oh, like, I just pre-ordered the, what is it, Superman vs. Ultraman 2-pack. Oh, they don't like it because Superman's face is too fat. That, oh, it looks too funny. Oh, it's, like, dude. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Why are you making such a big deal about it? Why are you crying? Why are you complaining? And it's one of my many pet peeves that I have. Complaining is a sign of weakness. And that's all we're seeing right now is weakness. Grow up. You're, I don't know how, I mean, I, I, I bet you people are older than me. And you're complaining that Superman's face looks funny and fat? Don't buy it! Why are you making such a big deal about it? Like, dear God, man, I mean... Just complaining and then, oh, that there's too many Batmans. Too many Batmans, okay? Well, in part of the agreement with McFarlane, they said that, oh, that he needed to be Batman heavy. Because Batman is, you know, a very popular character. It's, you know, it's a big moneymaker, of course. He's a popular character. He's a big moneymaker. You know, you put out more Batman toys, the more money you rake in. That's true. People have uh, ordered the uh, Batman... It was like a box from Target. It was the, uh, shoot, it was, I remember that. It, But it was like a blue Batman that you, that it was like the, with the cloth cape. It was like a Spawn style Batman. Shoot, if I couldn't remember, like, oh man. It was in my notes somewhere. But anyway, people pre-ordered ebay's going nuts you know selling this for like five hundred dollars it was oh but it was it was a batman but it was a it was a box set that came with like a cemetery cross and everything it was kind of it was more to mcfarland's style because tom mcfarland actually uh drew the comic I don't want to say it was. It wasn't Nightfall. It, it wasn't that one. It was uh, not. But anyway, people are complaining. People are just saying that. Oh, I did not get it. Oh, I I did not. You know. Okay, if you lost out, you lost out. Okay, move on. There will be other opportunities. Like right now, there's another opportunity uh, to buy the Superman. 1000 that it was just went up to pre-order on Amazon just a little while ago and it was a uh, Superman and Atomic Skull it's one of Superman's rogue galleries I pre-ordered it because I liked it and I was like oh cool you know because since I have 1000 you know Superman 1000 from 2020 the first you know ones that rolled out I have it in the box. I would like to open it. But now I'm getting another opportunity to like, okay, well, I want to put this one on display with the Atomic Skull. That's cool. And yet here come the crybabies. The big baby men. 
the big girly man that honestly he was like oh my gosh i don't like the head sculpt i don't like this oh shut up shut up i ordered it because i liked it if you don't want to order it don't order it don't pre-order it leave it alone why must people complain about every little thing? Every li like, what what did you expect? You want a comic accurate? Some things are not meant to be comic accurate, or even movie accurate. Stop complaining. Weakness, weakness. People are weak. This is why we cannot work as a society because. Half the population is weak. Or oh, actually more than half is weak. It's like the movie Cobra. You kill the weak so the strong will survive. And obviously we don't need to kill the weak because the weak will just kill themselves, man. <laughs> it's all it is. I mean, I hate to be that guy, but I want to be that guy. I want to cross the line and say... You crybabies out there that complain about a toy, about a detail on a toy. You're not going to survive in the next five to ten years. Okay, you're complaining about scalpers. You're complaining about this, you're complaining about that. Just move on from it. Like, okay, save your money if you don't, you know, if you miss out, you miss out. Hey, I wanted that Ninja Turtle set from Turtles 3 with the scepter and the, you know, the uh, Shogun outfits. The one from Ninja Turtles 3. Like, yeah, I want Like, yeah, I want it. But it was already sold out. Okay. Oh, well, well, you know, save me some money. I mean, it would have been cool to have, but oh, well, you know, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Oh, well. And then I wanted Kino that came with the pizza box. That one, yeah, I wanted that one. That one was cool. I, if I can't have it, I cannot have it. Oh well. Time goes on. It's not the end of the world yet. But these complainers, these weak-minded fools... Think it's the end of the world because they didn't get their toy. See, I've learned to grow up. I've learned to grow up to accept the fact that not everything, you know, comes easy. You know, you work for it. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Have to move on from it. You know, and it's like, oh, well, the world's coming to an end because they can't do an, an accurate face sculpt on Superman and that's your that, that's your complaint that's your oh like you you it's like if somebody just it, you're just you're acting like if the IRS just took your house or repo men repossess your car it's kind of like you're having that breakdown over because of a face sculpt or because it's not accurate? And, and another thing too is that, oh, and McFarlane is reusing the same parts. Okay. So? It's like I said, if you don't 
like it, don't buy it. Why are you going to buy it and then complain about it? I cannot stress that enough. It's really, truly, uh, like it just blows my mind. And then we're getting these new collectors like, oh, I don't know where to start. Well, that's your problem. Maybe you shouldn't have started. Maybe you should just find something else. Because with me, it's like I know. Like I, I just want to give you a little brief background on me. I've been a big comic book fan. And I say fan. I'm not a nerd, not a geek. Big comic book fan. And comic book culture. For 25 years. But I think it goes more deeper than that. Like when I was. About. 10 months old. I was Batman for Halloween. I was a 10 month old. And I was in a Batman Halloween costume. 30 years ago. 1993. I was Superman for Halloween. All because. I stayed up to watch Nick at Night. You know when Nickelodeon had Nick at Night. And it was amazing that I saw the 1940s Max Fleischer Superman cartoon. I was really into it. And then came the George Reeves Superman. You know. So in other words like. I've just been a Batman Superman fan. And then came Spider-Man. So in other words that's like my big three. Um, You know it was like Batman Superman and Spider-Man. Like, I didn't care. I bought the toys. I didn't complain. I just had fun. And that's what I'm doing right now. Like, hey, there's a pre-order coming up. Oh, to me, it's fun. You know? And I don't see it as a long-term investment. I see it as, look, this is, you know, this is what I like. This is my hobby. You know, I like Superman. I like Batman. I, I like Spider-Man. And then I like a, a lot of other characters too. I like the Punisher, Iron Man, Captain America, the Flash, Green Lantern, Wolverine, Hulk. You know, it, to me, it doesn't matter. You know, it, it really, it really truly doesn't matter. You know, whatever, you know. Whatever it is, some people just like straight through Batman. People just like straight through Superman. You know, like they like straight 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 through Spider Man. You know, they. You know, some people just have like one. It's like okay with me. I just like to have fun. I don't like to just you know have the one because it'll be pretty boring. Because it's like oh well, look at this. You want it and like, but you're not a fan of it. So. It's good to have the variety, you know. And really, like, I pre-ordered, like, yeah, some, you know, like, The Flash, which is cool. Actually, yeah, I saw the movie. I liked it personally, but I'm going to do that for the other part, too. I'm saving that for part two. But anyway, bottom line bottom line is that these are just toys you know 
Why are you whining and complaining that you're on Facebook that you didn't get the toy? You didn't pre-order the toy because scalpers get... There's more and more collectors out there. Well, quote-unquote collectors that they don't even know. They're like, oh, hey, um, where do I start? I want to start collecting. Where do I start? You have to start with wave one. But wave one is like gone. You have to go to eBay and that's going to cost you. And then they end up screwing you at the end. Like, oh, hey, I like the other day, I somebody ordered uh, the penguin from Arkham, Arkham City. It was part of the Arkham City line. Somebody pre-ordered the, the penguin. What did they end up getting? They ended up getting the penguin from the Batman movie with uh, Robert Pattinson. They just got the penguin. They didn't get the part to make because uh, it's a builder figure, uh, Solomon Grundy. Yeah, they just got the penguin, uh, the Colin Farrell penguin from the Batman movie, and the guy was pissed. Yeah, what did you expect? They're not going to just give you that, especially if you pay like what hundreds of dollars. Me, the one I missed out on was Bane uh, from Nightfall, the mega fig. Um, I'm still tracking. I'm still looking for it, but I'm just sitting back in the sidelines like, hey, there's going to be another opportunity to get it. Like McFarlane is like, okay, if they're re reissuing figures, as all these wires and complainers are saying that they're just reusing them putting them in packages and what you know reissuing them okay then i have no issue you know there's not going to be a problem if he's going to reissue another bane or the bane from nightfall if he's going to put him in a three pack because they already did a three pack with the Clayface, batgirl and batman if he's going to group them where it's going to be nightfall uh nightfall batman nightfall bane and nightfall catwoman then i'll get it and there's my other and there's my opportunity right there See, so really not all is doom and gloom like all these idiots are doing. You know, it's like they kind of like, oh, they lost their house or oh, they lost their car. You know, it that's how it's kind of making it seem like. And I said, no, not all is lost. You just got to be patient. You know, and you just got to think, OK, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it isn't, it isn't. You know, if you have the money go for it if you don't just hold off you know there'll be other opportunities you know i hit comic book shops you know i hit heroes and fantasies they have like a whole bunch of these figures there's gamestop they have they have action figures too but to say oh i don't want it because the superman's face uh, like i don't like it Okay, then don't buy it then. Why are you complaining? That's just like your opinion and... I don't care for your opinion. I don't care if you like it or not. If you want to review it in hand, then that's fine. I could accept that. But if you're going to criticize something that you don't have... And you're just mad because, oh, I don't like it because it looks funny. I think I'll pass on it. Keep it to yourself like I do. Like, okay, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. Okay, fine. 
Me, I still want. I wanted that uh, ba- uh, Superman eighty five anniversary, but it was a uh, it was a comic a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. It was not for sale online or whatever. I mean, maybe it is on eBay, but I'm not gonna dish out that money just for you know just for that. I'm gonna be like, you know what? It looks nice. I would like it because I, I like Superman. I would have liked it, but if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be i'm not gonna whine and cry that i didn't get it no there's other opportunities there's gonna be other opportunities like they reissued the uh uh, 66 batman the adam west uh batman and uh burt ward uh robin and then they're coming out with the supposedly a christopher reeve superman from the set okay I missed out on the Target exclusive, but now I have the opportunity to get the Adam West Batman and the Burt Ward Robin. See, it's all about opportunity and it's all about, you know, it's all about a second chance. It's all about waiting and patience. Like if you didn't get it the first time, there's a chance you can get it the second time or the third time. See, it's like not all is doom and gloom. And then, and speaking of that, there was that, oh, since when was Superman a part of Batman 66? It's from the comic. It's not from the show. It's from the comic. And I just hate the fact that these idiots don't know. They claim they know, but they don't. I was like, yeah, I know. I've seen every episode of uh, Batman 66. I've seen all of it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure these people have. And they're like, well, since when? This is what people don't read the comics. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, and then also it irks and irritates me too. It's like, everybody knows Batman. But nobody has even picked up a Batman comic to know that's the that's the what's the matter that's that's really another one of my pet peeves too like do we have to know the character from the comics like it's like well you know him from the michael keaton movie you know him from this you know him from that i personally found you know found it out on my own about the comics and i stumbled upon batman comics i've been collecting batman comics the thing is is that People just want to, like, okay, if you don't know where it's derived from, then really, you're, you're just, you're just kind of like, like, oh, I didn't know Batman was a comic. Oh, the hell you don't say that, oh, you did not know. I mean, this is one thing that, you know, that kind of like another thing irks and irritates me. Does people have to know? Well, whatever you want to do. Like, if you want to be a Batman fan, okay, fine. But it's how you're introduced. I was introduced, like I said, when it was like my first Halloween costume. And then came the movies and, you know, the animated series. And then that's when I came upon, you know, the toys and then the comics. So that was like my introduction and then that's when I've seen all the documentaries of uh like how how Batman was created by you know uh Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Now we're giving uh Bill Finger the credit. So 
It was the you know derived from it. I've seen every single Batman documentary known to man, and that's where I know. And some of his greatest stories, of course, you know, was that came from you know like from the Denny O'Neill from the seventies, where Joker was more of a homicidal maniac, a mass murderer, than just your ordinary prankster clown, you know, clown prince of crime. Then you also have the eighties, where it got more harder, you know, with Frank Miller doing one of my personal favorite my number one favorite which was the dark knight returns and also todd mcfarlane mcfarlane toys did the set which i have yet to uh buy shame on me because i like it the uh the dark knight returns with uh batman old batman carrie kelly robin white suited joker and old superman and you put them together build a fig and you get the horse you know you built a horse and and the and why a horse? Because in the in this comic, he rides a horse. He doesn't ride. Yeah, uh, you know he has the Batmobile, which is the tank, but he rides a horse to uh, proclaim, you know, Gotham City from the mutants and from, you know, sons of Batman, you know. He builds a horse and he's called the Dark Knight. Like, what does a knight ride with? A horse. That's why they call him the Dark Knight. And it's befitting. And for all these idiots who are like, well, why a horse? You have not read The Dark Knight Returns and I'm very insulted. <laughs> I really am. I really am insulted by that. Because... It's it's just it just boggles my mind. You know, I can't talk to somebody that's wearing a Batman shirt like, oh, I just saw the movies. They haven't read the comics. You know, we can't share the stories of yeah, I like the Dark Knight Returns. I like year one. Another one of my favorites too is Hush. Oh my gosh, Hush. You have to read that one. It's so good. You know, Dark Knight Returns and Hush are my two top favorite books. And also followed up with The Killing Joke. It's another it's another classic. If you see the animated movie, just skip the Batgirl pre-law. It, it, it has nothing to do with anything, really. They just did it so you could feel sorry for I don't feel sorry for Batgirl. Fuck her. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm more of a Supergirl fan. So, sorry, my apologies, but I'm, I'm just thinking about the animated movie. Because I, it, you, I, I don't care. When I see The Killing Joke, I just skip all that. And I just go right to when Batman goes to Arkham Asylum. And in the book, when it was like, hey, hey where, where's the bad girl story? You have to read it first. Then watch the movie. But it's like, yes, they want to make you feel sorry for Batgirl, Barbara Gordon. Well, it's because of that, because of what what Joker did, she becomes Oracle. So, there you go. You have something. So... Anyway, I know I'm going a little off the rails here because I know that there's like 
Batman is a very popular character. He's a very popular character to talk about. He's a big money maker. And that's where Todd McFarlane does a lot of Batman heavy stuff. And that's another thing, too, why they complain, oh, there's too many Batmans, there's too many... Ba-. It's part of the contract. It's part of the deal that he has to make Batman toys. Because whatever deal that they had with McFarlane, they're like, yeah, can you make... You know, you have to be Batman heavy. There has to be, like, two or three Batmans in every set, in every wave. And... Honestly, yeah, it it works because like there's, you know, I have a, like I said from the from the uh, McFarlane Batman's. I have a few McFarlane Batman's because someone keeps buying them and they keep complaining. They buy them and complain like, oh, the ears are too pointy. Oh, they're do this. Oh, the ears are too short. Oh, blah. just shut up already. Golly, if you. You just want to buy it and complain about it? Then, man, you you losers have no lives whatsoever. That's what I cannot stand. Cannot stand that for the life of me. You just want to buy it just to complain like, oh, it's a waste of money. Then why did you buy it in the first place? Idiots, man, I swear. Idiots, 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 idiots. I cannot stand it. It's such, uh, like I, but all in all, I just want to talk about this and and it is comic related. Like I mentioned, it's comic related. You know, I have not had this much crap with the Marvel Legends and I'm looking and when I'm right here, I'm looking at my Marvel Legends collection. Like there's a Captain America, like they always do. And the Captain America that I have from the, uh, it's the uh, 30, uh, 20th anniversary. These are from the 2003 line. Or, I'm sorry, the 2002 line. And that's when I started collecting them in 2002. And Marvel Legends had the Marvel Legends line. And I bought these at Walmart. I remember, and it was such a, it was such a great time, you know, 2002, 2003. In 2002, they had like Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, you know, they had those. But of course, this was 2002 at the time, so the details were not that good. Oh, listen to me now. <laughs> but now, since with like new articulation, uh, articulation and more and sculpting, yeah, now tables have turned. Now, uh, I'm looking at these, and yeah, like. Uh, I like the detail on this Incredible Hulk that I have. I like the detail on the Hulk. It looks nice. I, I, the reason why I bought it is because like I missed out on this line back in 2002. It was uh, Captain America, Iron Man, and Hulk. Uh, the ones I, I collected were Spider-Man, Punisher, Blade, Gambit, Elektra. Uh, those are the only ones I collected because the ones from back then... They were they were all gone. I didn't complain, but I had to make do what I had, and I liked the Punisher that I had, and that Punisher was so awesome. I loved it. I loved the detail uh, on the Punisher. I loved the skull. It looked so menacing, you know. And this was from two thousand three. Uh, that Punisher, you know, the the mean look on his face, and what I love about these, uh, what from from back then from 20 21 years ago is that they came with the comic 
and that's where uh more and more uh you know when it came with like the comics and everything like i love when the toys came with the comics you know i've read the the gambit comic that that came with the gambit figure was nice uh love the the was it punisher war zone that came with the punisher and you know i was reading them you know and then that's when i would go to uh collector's authority uh the local comic shop here in san antonio i would go there i would get punisher comics i started collecting punisher and wolverine comic uh, it was both punisher and wolverine uh I, it was a four-parter but it was so good you know, I love how they stretched it out. Like, okay, one week was Punisher and Wolverine. The next week, again, was Wolverine Punish, uh, Punisher, Wolverine and Punisher Part 2. Then, like, the next month was Wolverine and Punisher 3. And then, a few more weeks later, it was Wolverine and Punisher for the, fi- you know, the final bout. So, so that's... So it was a good time, you know, like, and I was thinking, why can't I go back to that time? Like, why can't we just discuss like, hey, like I got this Captain America that I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at this Captain America. I love the detail. I love this. I like that I can able to pose him. I like that, you know, it's a lighter shade of blue from the comic. I like that the shield has like little holes that you can um, because it came with like little like little flames. You can put little flames that you know comes equipped with the shield you can like put them on and it looks nice you know for that you know effect that okay they're shooting at captain america's shield and he's like this um i like you can do that um i have a thor right here that it was from the uh thor ragnarok from uh target it was target exclusive i like it because it's accurate thor and I just ordered the uh, Thor and Destroyer from the Avengers 1960s anniversary line because it's going to come with Destroyer from the you know from the comics, and then of course it was featured in Thor uh, 2011 from the movie. And then I also have a Wolverine here, Spider Man here, you know. And I like this collection, I I really do. And I and I praise that. Oh, I like that you can create this team. And I you know and I could take them out of the package and I could just pose them, you know, and make, you know, and put them on display like, oh, my gosh, look. And I said, yeah, I, I like these characters. And I and and I have no issue. Like I said, with Marvel Legends, they there's no complaints. Like, it's like, OK, because uh, Hasbro, because you're made by Hasbro. Hasbro does such a good job. They're like, OK, cool. Look at this, you know. There's always going to be a Spider-Man. There's always going to be a Captain America. There's always going to be an Iron Man. There's always going to be a Hulk. You know, the that line is fun. It's fun to collect. I like the line. The Marvel Legends from Hasbro. They look not, you know, they look so cool. And then yesterday in the mail, I got an X-Men Mr. Sinister. I've been waiting for a Mr. Sinister, you know, when they first came out. They was sold out. I'm like, okay. Then I had the other opportunity. It was repackaged, but it was the same figure. I ordered it, and look, another opportunity. I didn't whine and complain the first time. I'm like, okay, I missed out on getting Psylocke. Hopefully, they're going to make another Psylocke. Hopefully, they're going to make another Beast. You know, I'm going to have that X-Men line, and I want to put these characters with the characters that I have with uh, Captain America, Iron Man, and all that. They were like, okay, cool. You know, it's just fun to me it's like i have fun it's like collecting shouldn't be like 
oh, I want this because I want to complain. I want to cry because I'm a big baby man. I'm a big girly man because I don't like Superman's face. I just want to collect because it's fun. You know, it doesn't have to be a chore. It doesn't have to be like, oh, wh who are you in competition with? Like, who? I mean, and I've seen, uh, like, Facebook photos of, like, have, like, all, like, the McFarlane packages, like, with the figures, all in the boxes, all plastered all over the wall. They're like, yeah, I need a shelf. Oh, I need a bigger shelf. Oh, I'm running out of room and all this and that. Like, okay. You're running out of room. You figure it out. Why are you asking us? You figure it out. Like, okay, who told you, you know, to buy every single one? Me, I'm not buying every single one. I'm just buying what the characters that I like, you know, or I think it might seem interesting. Like, I just, I pre-ordered the, uh, what is it, the Superman 1 from Action Comics number 1. I pre I pre-ordered that one. I pre-ordered the uh, Superman uh, Hush. You know, I pre-ordered that one. Then I ordered the Superman versus Atomic Skull. I pre-ordered those because, yeah, I, you know, I like Superman. And then, of course, uh, I ordered the the six-figure Batman movies, like the Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson. Those Batmans are going to be like in. Uh, they're going to come six to a pack. I pre-ordered that. I liked it because, like, hey, we're, we're getting a Val Kilmer, George Clooney in the line. Hey, that's that's fun. I would like that. And then I have the, what is it, the the two-pack from Amazon, the Batmobile and Batman 89. I pre-ordered that. Again, people are complaining. Oh, I didn't get it. Oh, oh, I hate Amazon. Oh, I'm like, bro, you're not the only one. I was lucky enough to get it, to pre-order it. I, you know, and then when I'm, <sighs> then comes the emails, the delays or the cancellations. They're like, oh, I pre-ordered two and they canceled my order. Oh, fuck Walmart. Oh, fuck Amazon. You ordered freaking five toys and then there's people still ordering they can't keep up with the supply and demand because you ordered five I ordered one okay like why why is this like oh Amazon strikes again they delayed my order okay they delayed it so maybe get a job and or even if you have a job save your money so when it comes out why are you like oh well Amazon delayed my order Walmart canceled my order because I ordered 10 Batmans that's the that's the issue you ordered 10 Batmans you're not you don't have like you just can't order one I ordered one but it's like a but like with the Supermans, I ordered two because I know like I want to have one and then have one off on display. 
you know, just because, you know, like, hey, I, you know, I like it. But I'm not gonna like, oh, I ordered 10 uh, Supermans, I ordered 10 Batmans because I want to sell them on eBay. Because I know suckers are gonna buy them. Durr. You know, if I, you know, if I were to see each, if I were to see these people, I would punch them in the face and make them cry. Like, oh, he hit me. Oh, like, yeah, because you know, you're you're just a wuss. You're weak. Just stop complaining. Complaining is a sign of weakness. So therefore, everybody's weak. Because that's all I've been seeing is weak, 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 weak. Complain, complain, complain. Weak, 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 weak. You guys gotta be strong. Remember. Those with the strong mind. Can do the impossible. But those who are weak always cower away. And they run away. So therefore. I just want to talk about that. It's like so what if the baby girly men cannot get their toys. Disorder one. And just. Let it be. If they delay the shipment, they delay the shipment. Okay. Do you want it now? Why do you want it now? What? Did you promise somebody? Oh, I'll have it for you. So-and-so day. Oh, no. They. You know what? No. I collect because it's fun. It's a hobby. I do it as a hobby. I do it for fun. But all these idiots want to do is just make a profit. They don't appreciate or admire. You know, like I mentioned, you know, and then I have Doomsday Superman. That was cool. I bought it, I ordered it from Target. I love it. It's awesome. I want to take it out of the box, but I'm debating on it. I have the Superman, you know, Ultra, the one that says that, oh, that the face is funny. Oh, it's a, the sculpt is not all. It, so? So? Whatever. Stop complaining. We're a bunch of wusses. And I'm saying it nicely or else I would have said another word. <laughs> so just please, just stop already. Just stop. If you think you're going to make a profit off these, then really that's why things happen. That's why things get delayed. That's why the quantities always run out. That's why they're always pre-sold out. Because the intention is to buy these and make a profit. Okay, fine. But I just buy them because I enjoy it. It's my thing. You know, it's what I like to do. It's because I collect and I collect stuff because it's a hobby of mine. If I want to uh, buy a Batman collectible i'll do that if i want to buy a superman collectible i'll do that if i want to buy like marvel like captain america wolverine whatever i'll do it but i'm doing it because i like it i do it because i take a joy out of it and why it it you know and it appreciation 
that I do that, it's because, like, I get such a satisfaction of just like, yeah, you know what, I buy because I like it. You know, it's it's really cool. You know, I it's something that I would like to have. You know, just because. But of course, you have these, you know, have these lame brain idiots that are like, oh, well, I'm buying ten because I want to sell them on eBay. And that's why your that's why your order gets canceled. Because there's people that want to order it, and yet Walmart or whatever decides to cancel your order because you have more. It's limit one per customer. You don't like that. You're upset that it's limit one per customer. Yeah, I know the deal. Hey, you order one, you save yourself some money. You order like ten, you're gonna try to make your money back. And they ended up canceling your order. You're back to square one. But anyway, that's enough about me ranting and complaining. I'm not weak, but I just want to just <laughs> take... I just want to just throw that out there, you know, because it is comic related to what I have to say. And... I just want to know, like, what what is what is your hobby? What you know? What is it you like to do? Is it maybe just, you know, the old-fashioned stamp collecting? I mean, some people get a kick out of it. You know, some people enjoy stamp collecting. Uh, I never really got into it, but yeah, it, it it's really cool. I actually have Wonder Woman stamps from 2017. I actually have that. Uh, that I have I just have it just because of like oh if, it, if it's worth someday it's worth something someday you know whatever I have comics too that are like yeah they could be worth something someday yeah whatever doesn't, you know doesn't matter you know I do it for fun now but if it becomes like a billion dollar investment later then okay if it's time to sell it's time to sell if you if the comic that I have is worth five billion dollars then so be it then yeah i'll part ways with it but as of right now i have it just because like it could be worth something someday later on down the line but as of right now i have it just for fun you know it's all just for fun you know do things from the heart do things from you know for the fun of it and that's all i have to say and that is my final thought my final and my bottom line is do it for fun, do it from the heart, do it what makes you happy, do what makes you happy, you know, don't just do it for greed, or for, you know, that's the big thing, don't do it for greed, do it for the love, for the love of just whatever it is you do, just collect, whatever hobby it is, do it for the fun of it and that's what makes it more valuable it's worth more than money is the value that you have for it the appreciation that you have what makes you 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 know with these heroes you know make me the person that I am today you know you look at these heroes you know you do like you know the right they right the wrongs you know, they have their one true virtue. Sometimes there's a dark side. 
but they don't let that dark side overtake them. Sometimes, you know, they stand by their moral principles, and that's something that I've been raised on. You know, thanks to my mother who introduced me to these heroes, you know, back when I was 10 months old, you know, started with Batman, his moral virtue, Superman, his moral virtue as well, Spider-Man, his choices, morals, and uh, you know, his morals too, you know, with great power comes great responsibility, you know, so on and so forth. So really, there's, you know, that's why I value and appreciate what I do as a you know hobbyist, a collector, someone who looks up to these heroes. I mean, even though they are fictional, but they still make a powerful message from way back when. Not the messages now, but from the messages from back then. So anyway, that's where I leave you, ladies and gentlemen. So stay tuned for part two on this one episode. I'll see you in a few minutes. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, and I am back. Hope you enjoyed my rant about McFarland Toys and the cry baby men that complain about details. So first, I just want to talk about uh, this week's pickup that I picked up from Heroes and Fantasies. Uh, they're going to move to their new location. Um, I have the address, which I'll give it later. Um, right now, they're currently on Loop 410 Summit Parkway. Uh, and I picked up my books, which they're pretty good. I want to talk about like the new books. Uh, what is the... Uh, it's a new one. It's a new book with... Uh, it's a ta- uh, what is it? Cyborg Superman. It's like Tales of Terror from DC. I have issue one, and then I also have a the new Daredevil and Echo, and also a oh Ghost Rider and Wolverine. I also have some of those, and some new ones too that just came out this week. Which is uh, was it Ninja Turtles and Stranger Things? Yeah, it seems interesting. I would like to pick that up. I haven't I haven't gotten a chance because book one was sold out and. Uh, they just have book two, so um, I would like to pick that up, you know, because it seems interesting, though, with Stranger Things and Ninja Turtles. So here's what I want to talk about, and it's something that me and uh, Josh, may he rest in peace, uh, talked about a few months ago. In one of our Comics Corners uh, episodes uh, about superhero fatigue. Um, it's something that I don't want to touch, but this is something that, yeah, it needs to be addressed. This is not a rant or this is not, you know, a complaint or any deal. This is something that I. That is that I find pretty interesting about this year, this year alone, or actually for the past year and a half already. Again, the same year and a half that has super superhero fatigue has it set in with the movies. Well, aside from the comics, I'm not getting tired of the comics. The, the stories are getting a little bit more interesting. Uh, just just stick to 
a good story. You don't have to go woke in order to entice new readers. They don't even buy comics, so I don't know why they're being catered to. So, so I'm kind of glad that they're just sticking to a story, you know, a good story. So that's what that's what's pretty good. So what I've noticed, and I've always talked about Spider-Man: No Way Home. I think that movie was like. The end all, you know. Uh, there has been discussions that Spider-Man: No Way Home should have been the last movie for for the MCU for Disney and Marvel. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, you know what? That did kind of tie up a lot of loose ends a bit. It, you know, it's like okay, the world just forgot about Peter Parker, but they know who Spider-Man is, but. They don't know he's, you know, but whatever. So, supposedly, like, the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield timelines were erased, pretty much, in uh, in Spider-Man No Way Home, because, yeah, they already cured all the, all the villains, pretty much. So, supposedly, yeah, that, that those timelines have been erased from Spider-Man 1 to... Three and then Amazing Spider-Man one and two; those timelines have been erased. So now you're left with Tom Holland Spider-Man, and that's it. And with that, that should have been it. That that should have been the end all right there, for Marvel, for the Marvel movies. And that to me was very satisfying to me. And then of course you had Avengers Endgame, which wrapped up the Infinity Saga. So now we're in the multiverse saga. So that's something that should have been done years ago. Cause you you could have had a good You know, you know these movies would have just made like ten million, ten billion dollars easy if they would have just did a multiverse. Like with the Infinity Saga, you just did the multiverse. But now that okay, they did their phase, their they did they just did their uh, their completion of the Infinity Saga. The yeah, the Infinity Saga. Now you're in the multiverse saga now, and. Uh, quite honestly, like I'm watching it, and I'm kind of like not having the same feelings for these movies like I had back when the MCU really kicked off. You know, the first movie, and I'm gonna be honest with you, the first move MCU movie that I saw was Captain America: First Avenger. Like, I didn't see Iron Man in 2008. I didn't see Incredible Hulk. I wanted to see Incredible Hulk because it, it looked it, the Hulk looked very detailed and very interesting. Uh, and that's still one of, my, one of my top 10 MCU movies, Incredible Hulk. Uh, wasn't too crazy for Iron Man 2. I didn't really like Iron Man 2. I hated Iron Man 2. Thor, I didn't really get to get into Thor, but with Captain America. Captain America was one of the first comics that I read 
uh, 25 years ago, back in 1998, uh, it was the uh, scroll, the invasion of the scrolls. It was a uh, Captain America volume three, issue six, uh, the invasion of the scrolls. And that's when I started reading it. That's when I really got into Captain America and Captain America was one of the characters that I still like today. You know, uh, of course, from my previous audio, my previous episode, uh, for part one from this episode is the, uh, of course it was go my heroes growing up was Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, and then it was Captain America. So with that, uh, that was the first movie that I, the MCU movie that I saw in the theaters. And then after that, it just took off. Like I, like to me, I had that mindset where like seeing a superhero movie wasn't really a big, you know, big deal. You know, you just, go in and see the movie 2012 i saw the avengers and i didn't realize how big this movie was that the movie was sold out and then i got the last tickets to see the avengers and i'm just like wow this is huge like i didn't think people really cared about these characters that i've known about I knew about the Hulk. I knew about Iron Man. I knew about Captain America. I knew about Thor. I knew about, you know, Hawkeye. I, I knew about them because I grew up reading comics. I grew up collecting toys. I, so I knew about these characters. But I was surprised that a lot of people knew about them. I'm like, what the hell? You know, wow. This is, this is big. This is huge. Then, of course, I started seeing, you know, Iron Man 3, you know, the aftermath of the Avengers, you know, Iron Man 3, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came out, and then you had Thor Dark World, and my number one, number one favorite MCU movie, believe it or not, is Captain America Winter Soldier. Not only, and I'm biased because it was 2014 I saw Captain America Winter Soldier. Loved this movie. I love this movie. I can see this movie over and over again. And of course, the Spur San Antonio Spurs won the championship that year. So, woo uh, You know, so on and so forth. And then we have Guardians of the Galaxy, which out of nowhere came, they became popular overnight, which that was surprising. And I actually have a comic from Guardians of the Galaxy where they fight Galactus, which was Yondu... Night, you uh, know, Starhawk, you know, all of them. But this, this wasn't the, the 2008 team. This was like this was back from like the 80s, where it had Silver Surfer, Yondu, and all of them fighting Galactus. So I actually have that comic. So anyway, there was a good time back then, and that was a time where you know they didn't have woke politics. Like it was just you just create the story. They just have the story, and that was it. You know, they didn't have to prove a point. They didn't have to do a message. You know? And now... The Infinity Saga just ended. You know, it ended with Avengers Endgame. Back in 2019. See, that's why we're like... With 2019 was like... Yeah, that was like the last... Good year, you know? Then 2020 came and that was like... Yeah, of course. We know. Yeah, that's when we got more uh, COVID happened and more and more collectors were so-called quote-unquote collectors coming out. And so, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of these were going on and a lot of people were going crazy. 
quarantine. I didn't know the meaning of that horrible word, quarantine, because I worked in a hospital. So there was no quarantine. There was no staying inside. And I'm not and I'm I'm not saying I worked in a hospital for the thank yous. It's because look, I have a it's like it was my job. I have bills to pay. Plain and simple. You know? But anyway, instead of going off track, like what I'm trying to say is that these movies they already they had, you know, it was a good story. It was a good build up and the payoff was fantastic. Even though, yes, uh Iron Man did die in Avengers Endgame. Spoiler. Captain America's retired. Black Widow's dead. Hawkeye and retired. Hulk. I don't know. Uh, yeah, She-Hulk. Yes. Uh, so everything was okay. And then when Spider-Man No Way Home came out, which I gush over, that was just it. That I... I never, you know, that took a lot out of me, you know, and it's just a movie, but it really took a lot out of me, you know, and then when I saw Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I think that's where it kind of fizzled out. What I'm saying is that, okay, a multiverse of madness, I thought it was going to be like, okay, he's going to go to different, you know, realms where, okay, he encounters the X-Men. Oh, he encounters, uh, you know, other variants. Well, what, what did that really well was Loki uh, with the variants, you know, that there was a comic accurate Loki, you know, the yellow and green with the, with the horns. There was a female Loki crocodile loki you know um they you know loki did what doctor strange should have done like yeah but of course in doctor strange it did that but it wasn't like oh we wanted tom cruise iron man because supposedly tom cruise was supposed to be iron man and the big rumor was that tom cruise's uh iron man was supposed to come out because tom cruise wanted to play iron man I'm thinking about it. I said, well, Robert Downey Jr. really did knock it out. You know, he really did a awesome job. But yeah, I wanted to see that. And that comes to, I know I'm getting ahead, but what they could have done was they could have did like the Flash, in other words, like how they had Nicolas Cage do Superman because supposedly Superman was going to be played by Nicolas Cage back in 1998 with Superman Lives. But it never happened. But in the Flash... Nicolas Cage got his redemption and he did play Superman. So if Tom Cruise was going to play Iron Man, then they just could have just let him do that. And, and I'll talk more about the flash a little bit later. So here's the, so here's the thing. Uh, Multiverse of Madness, Dr. Strange, Multiverse of Madness. It wasn't really as mad, but I can tell you that, it was, things were pretty gruesome when I don't know if it was Earth 616 that Doctor Strange goes to where you know you meet Professor X from the X-Men which was played of course by Patrick Stewart who really does freaking yeah he's gonna be Patrick Stewart is gonna be Professor X until the end of time 
I that's all I gotta say. He really does a great job. And then you had a comic accurate Black Bolt, which that was dope. A far cry from the Inhumans show, which yeah. Then uh, you had uh, Captain Marvel, the alternate version of uh, what is it, Monica Rambo, Captain Marvel. And then uh, that Captain Britain, Agent Carter, or Captain Carter. Yeah, I know. And then uh, Carl Mortar, you know, as part of the Illuminati in uh, the Multiverse of Madness, in part of that realm, where Doctor, where they're actually, they killed Thanos. But... That, but that's the one thing that I didn't quite understand when I was watching Multiverse of Madness and I caught it right away. And I know some people might have like missed it, but or they might have caught it where that in uh, Avengers Infinity War that Doctor Strange goes through the future and he looks of all the possible outcomes that the Avengers might win. And he looked at all like thousands of of possibilities. And that's when, you know, Iron Man says, well, how many of them did we win? And he was like, one. So I was like, okay, they won. The current team wins. But it was that reality. And in Multiverse of Madness, like, okay, they found a way to defeat Thanos. So I don't know why Doctor Strange didn't explore that realm because yeah the, er, er, everything was already interconnected already because you had the avengers you had dr strange you had the guardians of the galaxy you had all them they're already interconnected why didn't why wasn't there like a like okay there's possibilities like there is a possibility we can defeat thanos if there was another team with us so I caught that where he was like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> like, I thought it was just one. But now I remember, yeah, it's like the current team beats Thanos. But in Earth 616, I don't know what happens, how they defeated Thanos in that uh, universe. But... Anyway, I I actually liked it. You know, I liked Multiverse of Madness. You know, don't get me wrong. I like Multiverse of Madness. It was pretty good. Then comes Thor Love and Thunder. The first ever Marvel character to get a part four, which was Thor. I liked it, but I know a lot of people didn't like it. You know, it was I. I'm hearing that, of course, it's too. Well, I don't want to say gay, or but it was very homoerotic. I, I, whatever, whatever you want to talk, whatever you want to say. But I never saw it. I just like, hey, we're getting. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's a Thor. It's another Thor movie. I like the the heavy metal theme, you know, um, of it. Like I just focused on that. I just, you know, is that like, we're getting a Thor? Is like we're getting Thor four. I mean. This is like the first MCU character to get a part four, you know, or anywhere for that matter. You know, everybody's just getting one, you know, one movie, two movies, three movies. That's it. Thor was the first one to get four. 
you know and then of course yeah what about the avengers well that's an ensemble movie we're talking about a solo character so thor got four movies so yeah and i can see why yeah like it has nothing to do with anything uh doctor strange did it had something to do like yeah we're exploring the multiverse what do you know about the multiverse thor was like "Mm," you know it's like just a just a movie you know then was a black panther wakanda forever i i didn't see it just because like i'm a big fan of uh, I, i like chadwick boswick they're, they're, you know, I just think that, you know, yeah, I, they found a way, you know, and, you know, how it happened, you know, eventually I'll see it because I have to do the timeline again, but yes, then 2023 comes in. Oh, forgot. I, n- I never saw Black Adam. Yeah. Jump forward. I saw Ant-Man Quantumania. And honestly, with that one, kind of explores more. Well, not really more of a multiverse, but it didn't really say multiverse, but really it's kind of like, okay, you have Kang the Conqueror who does go to the timelines and he does rewrite history in other words so that was cool you know but i feel like these movies didn't have enough like power to them you know it's not like and that's what i'm trying to say like these like these comic movies like is it comic book fatigue uh it wasn't like the first you know like from years ago where it was like phase one phase two where Like, it has, you know, there was something, you know, there was a, uh, you know, not really much of a power, but really it was more like, okay, you have some, you know, there's something like, okay, you watch this movie, you got to wait for the next movie, you know, now it's like, you like right now, like post Spider-Man No Way Home, and that's what I'm calling it, like post, you know, 2021, you know, going into 2022, it's like you see one movie and it's like, I don't know if you should see it or skip it, you know, because the movies from like back then, from like phase one, phase two, is like you see this one movie, you have to see the next one. You see this movie, you have to see the next one. You know, you just couldn't skip these movies. If you missed it on accident, then yeah. Like I, I didn't see Captain America: Civil War because I had a uh, I had a family emergency back in 2016. I wasn't be able to see uh, Captain America: Civil War, and that was the one I wanted to see. I saw it, and I'm like, you know, I should have seen it in theaters, but it is what it is. But I bought the Blu-ray, and I have it, you know. So, so yes, and and I loved it too. You know, Captain America: Civil War, I, I loved it, but it was one of those movies where like I wanted to see it in theaters, you know. But I saw it and, you know, time goes on. So, yeah, and it wasn't like that. You know, now it's like if you miss it, you miss it. Oh, well. And it wasn't, and then what I'm trying to say is it wasn't like years ago where it's like you missed it. And it's like 
damn, you know, <laughs> like, I can't believe I missed it. You know, like, damn. But now it's like, oh, well, like, I didn't, I didn't see it. So I didn't, you know, whatever. So, so for this, I saw Captain, you know, I saw Ant-Man Quantumania. So I'm like, okay, it was good. Then I saw Shazam Theory of the Gods. I like saying it like that. Uh, Rachel Zeigler up. Rachel Zeigler, one of my girls. I don't care what she says, woke or not. I love Rachel Zeigler. She's such a doll. She's such a sweetheart. Love Rachel Zeigler. I don't. I don't care. So I saw that, and it's like, okay, so that was like pretty much. Well, that was like close to like the end of the Snyderverse or the Dwayne John, the Dwayne Johnson verse. So, yeah, that one was a bit disappointing that we didn't get to see, uh, you know, Black Adam versus Shazam, like how we thought it was going to happen. You know, yeah, it just didn't happen that way. So I think that's why, like, uh, whatever. What are you trying to do, you know? So then after that, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I didn't see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 when it came out. Uh, I recently saw it on Disney Plus a uh, few few days ago. It to me, I like the first one. I, I like the first one. In back in 2014, of course, bias 2014. Uh, volume two didn't really like too good, and this one I was like, okay, you focused more on Rocket. To me, it seemed more of like an episode. Then an actual movie, like, okay, Rocket gets hurt. You got to save Rocket. Okay. So they centered around Rocket Raccoon in Volume 3. There, I said it. I was like, wow. I mean, to me, it was good. It's good, but I was just like, what's the point? Like, what what, what, like, what did you do? Like, what does it have to do with the multiverse now? Ant-Man Quantumania had something to do with the multiverse. You know, it was just like Thor, but with me, Thor was like, it was more fun, you know. Um, so, like with Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, I mean, so what? If you, if, you, if you don't like what I have to say about Guardians of the Galaxy 3, okay, fine, whatever. If you liked it, you liked it. Fine, I'm not going to fight you. If, you don't, if I, you know, some people just don't, you know... I just say that I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and it's centered around the raccoon. Rocket raccoon. Yeah. I mean, it's good depending on your taste, but that was like kind of like the end. I just thought like, okay, so they split up the group. So, yeah. um, Okay. I'm like, all right, whatever. So then, here's where it comes to the Flash. Now, I saw the Flash, and to me, this was something that uh, a lot of people didn't like it because of Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller did a good job in this movie. Like, okay, yeah, I condemn what he did. Yeah, like, but what he what he what he did, okay, was wrong, big wrong. But. Now, when you see the Flash, he just did a good job, you know, playing a dual role, you know, as himself, you know, Barry Allen and Barry Allen. 
uh, well, not really himself, but it's like Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller, you know. He did, you know, he did a good job, you know. He he played, you know, the immature Barry Allen, you know. Then he played the mature Barry Allen. It, it was so, it was good, you know. I, you know, I, I actually liked it, you know, of course, Michael Keaton as well. But I like that it acknowledges that these heroes exist. You know, this is not like Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness where it's like, oh yeah, you didn't know we were here, right? Well, no, you could have told us, you know? And that's what it comes to to DC where like, yeah, we're going to do what Marvel should have done. Say that these characters exist. That we're not going to like no hype you know put people in the dark and like like yeah like there's a scene in the flash like spoiler like towards the end where dark flash tells him it's like look this is when worlds collide because you're messing up the timeline and that's where they show the adam west batman they show the flash from the show uh you know the uh was it the jay garrick played by john wesley ship uh they show of uh, that going back to nicholas cage nicholas cage is superman like yeah, like let's give Nicolas Cage the Superman that he should have deserved. He did a good, you know, good couple of minutes as being, you know, being Superman in in this Flash movie. And then you know, you have Christopher Reeve and then uh Helen Slater, you know, Superman and Supergirl. You know, they're acknowledging that they all that they all exist. Like, hey, this is what like, hey, you've seen these shows, you've seen these characters, you've seen these actors. You all know that you've seen them, and they exist. We're not gonna be like, oh no, like they don't exist. Like, yeah, we're our own deal. And that's something like, yeah, and Marvel's doing that, but they're kind of like. Doing it, but not really doing it, you know? They're like, eh, 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 we shouldn't. But with DC, it's like, we're doing it, man. It's like, hey, remember the Adam West show you used to watch? Yeah, it's in this movie. It's like, yeah, we know he exists. We know Adam West exists. You know the George Reeves? Yeah, he exists too. Like, yeah, George Reeves, Superman. He exists. We know. We know you know. You know that John Wesley ship? He was the Flash, right? From 1990? 1991? Yeah. He was Jay Garrick in the Flash show with Grant Gaston. Yeah. You know we know. If you know it, then we know it too. We're going to put it in the movie because everybody knows. We all know. But with Marvel, it's like... Yeah, we know, but... I know you know, but... We're just not ready to like tell people we know. That's why Multiverse of Madness is what it is. Because it's like, yeah, we know the X-Men exist. Put them in the damn movie already. We know about Fantastic Four. You own the rights now to them. Do it. Well, they did. They put Mr. Fantastic and Professor X and the Illuminati in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. That's why it's like, yeah, but now... We're entering Blue Beetle. And that to me, it's like, well, being Hispanic, 
I should have been like, oh, right there in the theaters, right? Well, I I know about Blue Beetle, and I don't know. Like, I do want to see it. Not because of the representation. It's because, like, okay, where does it fall? Be, you know, where does it fall to? Is it part of the Snyderverse, or is it the new DC? Uh, James Gunn's new DC. That's where, like, that's where I'm on the fence about. That's my reasoning. It's not because of superhero fatigue. It's because, like, okay, where is it now? Is is this the reset? Like, because I know the Snyderverse ended with Flash, but with Blue Beetle, is it or is Aquaman to the end all with the Snyderverse? That's see, that's what I'm confused about. Because they were saying that Blue Beetle was supposed to be the new DC going forward and Aquaman is supposed to be like the end all because that was part of the Snyderverse so uh, yeah that, that's what I'm like I'm on the fence about that's what I'm kind of like with like okay so what where does Blue Beetle fall in line with and that's where like okay is this superhero fatigue because it's not making that much money well that's what I wanted to get that's what that's what my point is with talking about this like okay post Spider-Man No Way Home that was like the big money maker now with Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness Thor Love and Thunder Black Panther Wakanda Forever Black Adam Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania Shazam 2 Fury of the Gods Guardians of the Galaxy 3 the flash and now we're in blue beetle what do all these movies have in common that these movies are not making as much money as years past you know there's a reason why i'm talking about like yeah there's like that that much power and already there's already been stories that have already been told that were so good that they transferred them onto screen which makes it good you know and now you're looking at this like okay we didn't have any issues we just walked in saw the movie we had fun and now where can we for the next movie to come out whether it be another thor would it be another spider-man would it be another captain america now it's like who else do we have left who else is next you know and now we're kind of like picking up the pieces now after spider-man no way home because spider-man no way home was like the big one after avengers endgame you know, and I'm talking about like, okay, yeah, there's Avengers Endgame, but then there was Spider-Man Far From Home, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and the Eternals in between. And, you know, talking about 20, you know, 2021, uh, well, actually from 2019 to 2021, that's what I'm talking about. Like after Avengers Endgame, that was your big one, but then your biggest one was Spider-Man No Way Home. But then from Far From Home... Black Widow, Shang-Chi, The Eternals. Like, yeah, we... Yeah, not only were they like woke movies, but these were like, okay, wh- wh- what do you have to offer, you know? Uh, and that's what I was reading about. You know, I was reading about these, you know about okay has the superhero movie fatigue set in not only with that but the wokeness 
that that uh that's really killing the you know not only as superhero movies but like all movies in general like not all movies have to be an after school special you know they don't have to be like okay what lesson did you learn you have to educate yourselves no 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 we just want to be entertained we want to have fun we want to take our minds off real world stuff. Like we don't want to hear about politics anymore. We don't want to hear about this and that. We're like, look, let's just go to the movies and just have fun. Just watch. We don't have to be, you know, taught a lesson while we're watching movies. You know, that's why we have, you know, people tell, you know, parents, teachers, you know, people that give us advice, you know, if I want, you know, advice, I'll just talk to somebody. I don't need to watch a movie and tell me like, okay, what have you learned from all this? You know, you're in the movie theater for like an hour and a half, two hours, two hours and a half. What did you learn? What did you learn? Like, I don't like what, you know, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need to be taught a lesson. I don't need to be talked down to. I don't need to be dumbed down to while watching a movie. And that's what's wrong with, you know, all the movies in general. But with the superhero movies, it's like they're trying to do that. Like, okay, what did Blue Beetle taught you? What do you know, like, okay, well, nothing you know, like nothing is stronger than family. Is is that is that is that the is that the point? What did the Flash teach you? That you can't change the past because <laughs> the you know the present might have repercussions or consequences. Is that what you're telling me? What did Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3 teach you? Not to shoot a raccoon or attempt to kill a raccoon. Is, 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 that, is that the deal? What did Ant-Man teach you? That there's some guy that's going to like rewrite history? See, like these are stupid answers because we don't want to be like taught or uh, you know taught a lesson or be talked down to or to be or to quote unquote educate ourselves into like watching movies. Like no, no, I just want to like be entertained, have fun. But with these movies, like has the superhero fatigue set in? Well, for one thing, if you take away the woke politics and the woke agendas, yeah, we can have fun. We can be entertained. We can have fun. But that's the issue. And right now, it's like the superhero movies right now, post Spider-Man No Way Home, they're not doing so good because, you, like, like I said, Spider-Man No Way Home just took a lot. You know, It took a lot out of me. And it was just one movie. And then these movies are just passing through. They're like, yeah, I see it. Like when I saw Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, like, yeah, okay, I saw it. Then it's like, okay, well, what's the next one? Thor. Okay, we'll see Thor. It's not like, okay, does it have anything to do with anything? Thor, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't have nothing to do with the multiverse. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, did it have something to do with the multiverse? No. Ant-Man and Quantumania, did it have something to do with the multiverse? Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, did it have something to do with the multiverse? No. See, that's why 
you know, even with Captain America Winter Soldier, did it have something to do with the Infinity Stones? No, until the end. Where it was revealed about Loki's scepter, and then you have, uh, well, now we can call them the mutants, which was Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, which I was like, oh, wow, okay, it had something to do with something. You know, and then the destruction of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was something. And then it goes forward from there with Guardians of the Galaxy. And then Avengers Age of Ultron where it's like, yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s no more. So now I'm going with this, you know. So really, yeah. And now it's like you have the multiverse. But you have movies that are like they have nothing to do with anything. As the Marvel side. DC, however, like they're just trying. And right now I got to say, yeah, the Snyderverse is over. Okay, it, it, it's it's over. That's all I need to say. So that's why I'm kind of like with Blue Beetle on this. Like, yeah, I want to see Blue Beetle. I want to see it. But the thing is, is that it's it didn't make as much money. It's only like, what, $30 million? Like, back then, $30 million to $40 million was good enough. But in the eight, but right now, like, comic books movies they're like they're they're making billions well especially with marvel and dc they're making you know marvel i'm sorry marvel's making like the big bucks you know but it seems to me that after no way home it kind of lost a lot of steam you know and i talked to uh richard about this like yeah i think it's lost steam because when i saw dr strange like i liked it but it wasn't really like to a point where uh, it didn't get me hyped up for the next movie, which was uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Then I saw Thor, Love and Thunder. It didn't really get me that, you know, hyped as much like, OK, but then the next one, uh, Black Panther, I didn't really I didn't really see uh, Black Panther. Uh, I had a, another I had a medical emergency while seeing it. So after that, uh, we come to Ant-Man. Which, yeah, I saw it because, like, yeah, I want to see what, you know, what's going to go on in the multiverse. Okay, we're digging deeper. And it does have something because in the ending credit, it has uh, Loki, uh, Tom Huddleston, and then uh, Owen Wilson uh, in the crowd. So it does lead somewhere. So that's why. And then with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, doesn't lead as much. Doesn't, you know, doesn't lead to anywhere. And that's why it's like, okay... You want to do your solo movies, but make sure you have a connection to like the next one or what's going to be the, you know, whatever, whatever, like what you had. Like, like I mentioned with Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, like it had nothing. It just had, it was just a Captain America story, but in the end scene credit, it led to Avengers Age of Ultron with like, okay, with the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. So, at least it was something. But now these movies are like, oh, they're just getting real lazy with this. They are getting extremely like, uh, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, okay, fine. But the thing is, is that you don't have to necessarily like, just say like, look, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then in Marvel, in Marvel's case... Their big one, well, their their biggest ones are going to be Deadpool 3. And I'm excited for that one when it comes out. 
where you're going to have uh, Deadpool. Uh, what I like about Deadpool is that he actually is self-aware. He knows. And that's something that that I'm really looking forward to with Deadpool 3, knowing that, okay, he's in the MCU. He's part of Disney. Now he's going to say a lot of stuff, you know, like with it. And it's rumored that Magneto is going to be one of the villains. I don't know if it's going to be Ian McKellen or if it's going to be Michael Fassbender or both. So that's going to be the fun part right there with Deadpool 3, where he's going to acknowledge that we're in the multiverse. And this is going to be the Multiverse of Madness. And that's something that we wanted out of Doctor Strange, but we never got it. We only got a little snippet, but also with Ant-Man and uh, Quantumania, we only got a little snippet. Now with Deadpool 3, it's going to be full-blown. Where, okay, it's going to lead to Avengers 5, the Kang Dynasty, and Avengers 6, Secret Wars. So those are going to be the three biggest movies. So it does is the superhero fatigue really setting in? It's just that, well, we want to see these movies now. But the thing is, is that with Kevin Feige is planning things long term. You know, he doesn't want to just shoot these out right now and then have nothing left afterwards. You know, he'd rather do the next, you know, uh, oh, and of course, Spider-Man 4. Whatever is going to happen in Spider-Man 4, that's what's going to happen. So, so really, it's going to be Deadpool 3, Spider-Man 4, Avengers, King Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars are going to be like the biggest ones. So, as far as the DC side, I'm excited for Superman Legacy, which, of course, yeah. Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill did a great job being Superman, but we have to move on. Now it's the new guy. Y'all are gonna live. It's gonna be okay. But all in all, above all else, has superhero fatigue really did set in? Yes and no. Like, yes, because they're not making as much money as they were. Due to either the actor's controversy, like uh, Ezra Miller, uh, due to uh, right now, like it's something original. Like a lot, a lot of people never heard of Blue Beetle uh, before. I have. I've heard of Blue Beetle, and nobody's even heard of Blue. Uh, you know, Blue Beetle. That's why, like, it didn't make as much money and then you know, of course you had ant-man you know quantumania which yeah it it took ant-man really out of his element and then you have guardians 3 which was just dealing with the raccoon and the split of the team so yeah and then what i mean by no is that well the Superhero fatigue hasn't really set in just because. And then with the yes is because, well, all the good stories have been told. Pretty much. So it's like a yes and a no. Has superhero fatigue really set in? Yes and no. Yes, because all the stories have been told. 
all the good ones. No, it's because, well, the controversies, the timing. Like, Blue Beetle just came out, and it beat out Barbie. Not by much, the Barbie movie. Only because, like, Barbie was, like, what, $26 million on its, like, fifth week, I believe. And then you had Blue Beetle that came out with just a staggering... Well, not really staggering, more like sputtering, I don't want to say, but sputtering... 30 million that it overtook it but yet barbie made a lot of money so it, it it's really it, it's really something though like yeah like by chance if blue beetle would have came out like after barbie like a week after it would have just got lost in the shuffle like it wouldn't have made 30 million it would have made less than that and Barbie would have still been the juggernaut that it was uh, since July. Think about it now. It's of this recording that like July was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that's it, it is what it is. It, it, it is what it is. So anyway. The superhero fatigue is not, you know, whatever you want to talk about, yes and no, maybe so. I think, in my honesty, as of this recording, I would say that if they have a good story, and if people are familiar with it, then they'll go with it. Like, for example, Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3 is coming out next year, if it does, because of the writer strike and the actor strike. People will see this movie. Of course. Then, of course, you have, a you know, Spider-Man 4. The first time a Spider-Man movie's made it to 4. People are going to see it. Avengers 5, Kang Dynasty. Are people going to see it? Yes. Are people going to see Secret Wars? Yes, there is rumors that about Tom, uh, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man is going to come out in it, and Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider. You know, people are going to see it like, hey, remember uh, Ben Affleck's Daredevil? Yeah, he's going to be in this one too. You know, hey, then, yeah, people are going to see it. Not because of nostalgia. It's because like, hey, remember this happened back in 2003? Remember what happened this back in 2004? Uh, remember Tom Jane's Punisher? Yeah, he's in it too. So it's not the nostalgia. It's because like, yeah, we're aware. Like people are now becoming aware of that. These movies are, you know, the characters in the movies that came before. We're bringing them back to make sure that, yeah, we exist. These characters existed. These movies existed. So, uh, but that's my take on superhero fatigue. Which it's sort of setting in, but I just my deal is that I just don't want Steven Spielberg to be right. Steven Spielberg said that they're gonna die out like the westerns, yet people still like westerns as long as Marvel and DC still print out comics and Hasbro makes the Marvel Legends, McFarlane makes the DC toy, you know, figures. As long as there's going to be caps and t-shirts 
from your favorite characters or whoever they may be, it's not going to go away. It's a billion dollar industry now. Comics have come a long way from just being characters on page to now characters on screen. And it was because of the Avengers from 2012 that you put these characters together. Thor, Black Widow, Iron Man, Captain America, Hawkeye, and the Hulk. It's because of these six characters you put on screen for the first time. They made a billion dollars. And now each movie is crossing the billion dollar mark. I know I'm exaggerating, but look at the sales in comics, merchandise, the collectibles, memorabilia. It's not going to die out like the Westerns. And it's all because I want for, you know, to shut Steven Spielberg up. And of course, speaking of Nicolas Cage... You know, a lot of people are talking about like, oh, well, superhero movies ruin cinema. You know, they ruin movies. But Nicolas Cage, as much as I I like making fun of him, but Nicolas Cage is one of my favorite actors. But what he says, you know, like these movies, you know, these movies, you know, the Marvel movies, they're they're there for families. You know, it's for, you know, to have fun, you know, these superhero movies are like for families, you know. Or for, you know, fans or, you know, for people who like, you know, characters and everything. So I agree with him. I, I agree wholeheartedly with Nicolas Cage. So my final thought is. Steven Spielberg, we are not going to die like the Westerns. As long as these characters still exist on print. They're not going to go away. Okay, deal with it. So tune in for next week's episode where we do another two-parter. All in one episode. I'll be doing two-parters in one episode. I'll be talking about one thing and another in one good hit. So as always, I'll see everybody next time. Everybody take care now. I'll see you next time.